Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome back to the In Bloom podcast, or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. So excited for this week's episode because we're going to be doing Summer Bucket List. Y'all know I love doing these episodes and a lot of the times I like keep some of the same type of things on the bucket list each season just because, I don't know, you kind of have things that you habitually like to do each season, which is fine, but I also try to like think of new things and each thing has its own, I don't know, newness to it even if I've done it before, because it's a new season. So happy summer. If you missed it, um, first day of summer was on, I don't remember what day it was on. It was either on the 21st or 22nd. I can't remember, but I remember the day of the, the first day of summer and like the summer solstice with it being the longest day of the year. I don't know about you guys, but I actually felt like the day was so much longer. And I don't know if it's because I just like subconsciously knew that. So I just kind of told myself that, but it truly felt like it was never going to end at some points. And I was in oil and gas tax training all week um, at work. So I think that being in like that um, boring of a training, I hate saying that, but it is pretty boring. That boring of a training, um, like all day long, sitting at my desk just made things like feel so much longer because I wasn't like doing actual work like I normally do. So it was uh, a little brutal, but I am glad it's summer now, I guess. I don't know. It's felt like summer since April here in Texas, so even March, honestly. It's pretty much like the high is at a minimum of 100, like once the first week of May hits, and that's just the way it is. So it's a little rough. We're hot here in Texas, but it's okay. So I'm excited to share with you all what I have on my summer bucket list, but before we do that... Let's get into the quote, goal, and gratitude for this week. My quote is from Pinterest, and it's by Andy Rooney. And I just like this quote because it really aligns with what I'm trying to learn and unlearn in my life. And it's something I talk about a lot, but I just really love the perspective that it gives. And it says, for most of our life, nothing wonderful happens. If you don't enjoy getting up and working and finishing your work and sitting down to a meal with family or friends, then the chances are that you're not going to be very happy. If someone bases his happiness or unhappiness on major events like a great new job, huge amounts of money, a flawlessly happy marriage, or a trip to Paris, that person isn't going to be happy much of the time. If, on the other hand, happiness depends on a good breakfast, flowers in the yard, a drink, or a nap, then we are more likely to live with quite a bit of happiness. And I love this because I think a lot of um, young 20s, just people in their young 20s, and like honestly, even starting in your late teens, you don't realize how much like tying getting into college and graduating college, graduating high school, getting your first job, all of those things, you tie those to your value and your happiness. And like you think you're only, you can only be happy once you achieve those things. And I talk about that all the time. Um, And y'all know that. And you know, that's something I'm unlearning. Um, You know, like I deserve to be happy and I don't have to base my happiness on when certain things happen or don't happen and I talk about that all the time with like contingent happiness and that's it's so hard to unlearn when you're so used to 
you know, tying your value and when you're so used to getting like the most like recognition and praise when you achieve certain things. So I've been trying to focus so much on just finding joy and like the little moments and instead of being like letting my mood be ruined by, you know, something that I know is coming or just like certain events happening. Like a lot of the times I like ruin my mood on weekends because I'm just like, oh, it's going to be Monday before I know it. And I just like say things like that to myself, but it's like, okay, I'm just bringing myself down by doing that. Like Monday's going to come regardless of whether I dwell on it or not. So like, why not just, you know, find happiness in the little moments, like going to spin class, going on a walk, going and grabbing a coffee, cleaning up my apartment and listening to music that like puts me in a good mood in the summer, like little things like that. And thinking of those little moments as happiness and like really trying to pay attention to like how I feel in those moments and really soak it up and just be present in those moments instead of just dwelling on things that I know will happen or won't happen in the future. So yeah, I just thought that was a good way, a good quote to sort of showcase um, my philosophy of how I'm like reframing happiness and, you know, really unlearning that happiness can only be attained when you achieve certain things or telling yourself, I'll finally be happy when I have, you know, this much money or I'll finally be happy when I get my degree and like all this stuff or when I'm in a relationship, like you can't, you cannot do that to yourself because you're just robbing yourself of the happiness that you could be experiencing in all of your present moments. Um, So Anyways, my goal for this week is to get like all my work done that I have, hopefully, um, because I am taking off Thursday and Friday this week, and um, my firm, like I think most big four firms do it now, but um, my firm has the whole 4th of July week off, so I took off Thursday and Friday because I've only taken one day off since I started in January, or one vacation day and one second day, so I was like, you know what, I'm if I don't take like, a few days around the time of this break, like, I'm gonna end up only having taken, like, six days by the time the end of the year is here. (laughs) That's just, like, ridiculous. So, I was like, let me just take these two two days, because I know other people will be out, too, and it'll just be a nice way to sort of, like, extend my break a little bit leading into the weekend before, um, and everything like that. I don't know. I just, like, am really wanting to get, like, the work I do have that needs to be done, like done before I go out of office because I just like don't want to have to think about like any work or like stress about anything on that break and I don't know maybe it won't even be possible for that to happen because I know that I'll be pretty busy Monday through Wednesday so I'm just kind of like how do I like I I don't really know what to do I'm just kind of like I I just really don't want to be in a position where I'm like worrying about anything during this break like I want to completely unplug from work like Honestly, just wish I could throw my monitor and my laptop like out the window so I didn't even have to see it in my freaking living room every day, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to rage and throw things out the window because we don't want to see them. I could just like stick them out a closet or something so I could just like not think about work, but that is what is so hard about having your office be like in your living space. Like I can't escape it. Like I, my boyfriend always asks me like why I like to like at night instead of sitting on the couch. I really like to sit in bed and I'm just like, I've been sitting right by this couch at my desk all day. And if I'm in the living room, I still feel like I'm at my desk. So I just like need to literally remove myself from the room. And it's just hard because in every area of my apartment, but my bedroom and bathroom, you can see my work desk and I just, it drives me nuts. But anyways, um, yeah, I just really want to try and knock out as much as I reasonably can before I go out of office so that I can, you know, enjoy it as much as possible. But we'll see how, um, 
how things go and if that's even like a possibility because I know not everybody's gonna like finish everything before they go on break but I would like to pretty much have everything wrapped up for the most part and my gratitude for this week is that I am about to have a good solid break I have been feeling really burnt out from like just work lately and it's not even that because I haven't even really been like crazy busy or anything like that um the last couple of weeks like at all like I have like some busy days here and there but overall just like not like crazy busy especially because we've had like a lot of trainings and stuff but I just feel very I don't know burnout with just the routine of you know waking up and sitting at my computer all day and going to spin class and then going to bed every day because it just I don't know it's it's a little too redundant and I, I just realized like the last couple of weeks and I'm getting to a point of burnout because I know burnout like you kind of just don't feel any motivation to just like do anything and it, you like have like a lot of dread and it's hard to get yourself started on things when you're really burnt out and that's how I felt like I just felt like dread when I've had to do certain things at work but like not with other things and just really feeling like so hard to push through which granted I still am and I'm getting everything done that I need to get done but it's just like so hard to like push through sometimes and sometimes when I wake up in the morning I'm just like ugh, another day of this but I always just like I don't know it's just hard and I just think that you know when you start feeling this way it's important to like if I didn't have the week off for fourth of July I probably would still take off a couple days anyways like once I realized I was feeling like this because it's just you need to like take a break when you start feeling that way because it's only going to result in like worse things happening and like with your emotions and with you know your work and quality of life and your quality of work and everything if you just like allow it to continue and don't do anything about it so I'm really hoping over the break to um just sort of rest reset recharge I know a lot of people like go on trips on this break and that's what I originally was going to do and I was going to try to go home which going home would have been really really nice but it just would have been too rushed because I have a friend from college coming to visit and then it's one of my friends in Houston's birthday and with the timeline of all of that I didn't really have enough time to like go home to make the trip worth it even if I flew so I really just want to like have like a nice little staycation just you know take things easy like care for myself and really just try to like rethink how I'm gonna like approach things um with work and everything just like the next couple of months and just for the foreseeable future because it's just like I need to change something in my life and my routine so that I can prevent burnout as much as possible because I know once like fall busy season's here um that's just gonna like not really help things so I want to make sure I'm just like as rested and recharged as possible going into that as well so that's that but let's go ahead and get into the bucket list And the very first thing I have is to watch more sunsets and go on a lot of like sunset walks. So the past couple of weeks, my boyfriend and I have been like choosing like one day at the beginning of the week and we'll go, we'll take my dog and we'll go on a walk somewhere that has like a good, you know, walking area where there's like actually sidewalks and trails and like stuff like that. And we typically go like to the Buffalo Bayou area, but we go to like different spots of it when we go. Um, cause it honestly just depends on where there's parking in Houston. And, um, it's just something that has like made my mood so much better. And I hate the days that I like don't exercise. I have such a hard time falling asleep cause I'm sedentary all day at a desk. And then I try to like go to sleep after I've literally just been at a desk all day. So you haven't like really exerted enough energy to like allow yourself to be able to naturally like produce enough melatonin and like actually fall asleep. I feel like. 
And it's just been so good that on those days that I'm like not going to like spend class or doing a workout, it's been really nice to like just go on walks because it's something that, you know, you get your heart rate up, like you definitely sweat, especially here in Houston. And um, it just makes me feel a lot better. And we'll do it like after dinner, we'll cook dinner and then um, we'll go kind of like around sunset. We don't go at sunset because sunset's just so late right now. Um, and that's like around the time I like to be kind of like showering off and getting ready for bed because the sun doesn't set until like 840, I feel like right now, um, or 830 ish. So we typically like to go around like seven. So that lasts like hour of daylight and it's just been the best thing ever. So I just want to like keep that up and keep doing it. We went on a walk on the day of the summer solstice. So like that was cool and fun because it was, we went at like 730 and it like the sun didn't even seem like it was close to going down. I mean, it did based on its position in the sky, but it just like didn't feel like it at all. Um, so I really want to go on more of those sunset walks, like golden hour walks, whatever you want to call it and keep doing that. And I also have been doing them like in the mornings, like I'm typically one day on the weekend, I'll choose to like go take my dog on a walk. Like we'll go grab a coffee and then go on a walk somewhere. And I know it's really great for her and um it's just something that brings me a lot of joy and peace like being like in nature and being outside even though it is like literally hot as hell if you go like even if you go early in the morning you're still going to be like sweating so bad because it's just so hot and humid um but either way it's a little bit more tolerable later in the evening and then like earlier in the morning so I have been trying to do one day on the weekend and one day during the week and it's just been so nice and it's really good too for my boyfriend and I to have like very intentional time together like quality time um, so it's really great because we can like talk about like our week ahead or like how the week's going depending on what day of the week it is and everything. But I've been loving doing that. And I highly recommend like if you aren't like going on walks or anything, just try it out. And like, if you don't have a pet, just like, you know, listen to a podcast, listen to music, or just like listen to the sounds around you or call like a friend or a family member, like while you're on your walk and just like have someone to talk to just cause it's, it's such a low intensity, like thing you can do to feel good that doesn't really require you to exert a lot of energy but you will feel so good even if you just do it for like 15 minutes and Houston is not a walkable city like at all so if I can like find a way to do it here (laughs) y'all can too so um yeah I I mean I haven't been to like every city ever so I can't really compare a lot of places but based on all the other cities I've been to like uh Boston and New York and um even even Dallas, I mean, in some spots in like Seattle, all are so much more walkable than um, good old Houston. So that's that. But the next thing is to try, wait, I I don't know if I said, did I say watch more sunsets as part of that one? I kind of lumped those together because I, sometimes I just like go crazy when I'm in my apartment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen a sunset in like two weeks because we get more of the sunrise in our apartment than we do the sunsets. Like I can, I can see the sunrise in the morning um, if I'm up early enough, but we can't see the sunset. We can see like parts of it, but we can't see the actual sun setting, if that makes sense. So a lot of the days, like we just can't tell. Um, so I, and I'm usually in my apartment at that time, so it's not like I see it. So with that being said, um, I just want to like try and like watch more sunsets. I don't really know the best way to do that, maybe just like go on my balcony and eat my dinner on my balcony or something, but I can only do that if there's not like a lot of bugs because <laughs> the bugs in the summer are not it. But anyways, the second thing, I want to try a new ice cream place. Um, ice cream and summer, you know, go hand in hand. It's like peanut butter jelly. Y'all know the deal. I love ice cream, but I don't really eat it often. Um, 
but I love just like trying new places. And in Houston, I've been to Milk and Sugar and Honey Child's and both are so good. They do like cool different flavors and they're all really, really good, but they're not um, like chain places. Like they're local and they like make the ice from there and stuff. So it's like so, so good. Um, I remember Honey Child's, I had like a buttermilk pie, which is like not something I would ever think I would want to like try or eat as an ice cream flavor. Um, but I tried like just a little sample of it when we went, um, and it was so good. It's in like the Highline Heights area, I think is the name of the area. Highline Park. I don't know. Um, basically off the Heights bike trail and it's, is so good. And, um, milk and sugar is really good too. And I love the smell of like fresh ice cream places like Jenny's ice cream too. Like all of those places just smell so good from like making the waffle cones and stuff. Um, it's just like a very specific, like kind of happiness for me. Cause it just like reminds me just like makes me feel like a little kid again, you know? And it's something that's like really, I mean, ice cream's like definitely more expensive at like these types of places than if you go to like the store and get a thing of ice cream, of course, but it's an experience and it's a lot cheaper than like going out to dinner. So if there's like something you want to do with like friends or your significant other, but you're not wanting to drop like $50 or $100 on dinner, just like go get ice cream like after you cook or something. Like it's still going out and getting an experience, but you're not like having to pay as much. And that's like what we've been trying to do like this summer. Like it's like, okay, like we could go to dinner or we could just like make our dinner here and then maybe just go get a drink out or something because it adds up so fast if you're like doing that every weekend and going to like dinner and getting drinks and getting dessert. Like it's just a lot. Um, so picking and choosing like which things you want to do for the experience is like a little life hack um, just to like help you save a little bit of money because I know everything's so expensive right now but I really want to try flour and cream like that's number one on my list for what I want to try in Houston because I know it has really good reviews and it's just something I really want to try so the next thing is to read summer romances so I have read Malibu Rising I read that last year and it's phenomenal one of my favorite books ever um which a lot of people may not agree with that but something about me if a book involves like the water in any way like a beach setting or a lake setting that automatically gives it like an up over every other book in my head just because it just feels just so homey and just like I, I don't know I love that setting like it just ugh, I don't know I love it and I've also read Summer of 69 I read that like two months ago and it was really really good um and I read People We Meet on Vacation last year People We Met on Vacation was good but I did not think it was great I just didn't care for I just thought it was very predictable and I don't mind when books are predictable, but I just, I don't know. Like I just didn't fall in love with it. And I think maybe because I had really, really high expectations about it because I saw so many people say so much about it. And then like I read it and I was like, this was hyped up this much. Like, wow. Okay. Um, but I just finished reading every summer after this week. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, then like you already know all the book updates, but I finally finished the court of thorn and roses, which I know I've been updating y'all on. Um, I finished that like a week or two ago and I read it took me like eight months to read the first half of it but then I read the last half of it in like the span of two weeks and it was it was ended up being good um and I am gonna finish out the series but it was just hard for me to read because there were so many other books that I was just like dying to read so I just kept putting that one on the back burner and I would pick it up for a little bit but then I put it back down and some parts were just really dragged out so it just made it hard to I don't know it just made it hard to like read it and 
Um, anyways, I read every summer after. I picked that up and read it on my Kindle right after I finished A Court of Thorn and Roses. And I finished that in like two or three nights. And it was so good. Um, it's based in like a lake type of setting, like in Canada. And it's just such a feel good book. Like, it's there are parts of it that are very like youthful in a way, but it's because it's kind of a coming of age type of story for two characters. But I just loved it so much. And it like kept you on your toes in the most like low key way. Like, there was something that was building up to the entire book, and then you like find out. And I personally didn't see it coming. I think a lot of people probably could, but I was just so enthralled by like every page and just like the dialogue and all of that just like kept me so present in the book. Because a lot of times when you read books, sometimes you're like thinking of, oh, like what kind of plot twist is this going to lead to? And you're, you're very forward thinking while you're reading the book. This book kept me like within the frame of the page I was on if that makes sense because I was able to visualize everything really well and because the dialogue was so good between the characters and just like the internal monologue and everything of like the main character it was just so good and it just really kept you locked in on the page you were on so that you weren't so focused on you know what the big like plot twist was gonna be and it just was such a feel-good book. I rated it five stars on Goodreads, and I li- I very rarely rate things five stars on Goodreads. And when I rate it five stars, I'm not saying this is a perfect book that has no flaws. I'm just saying this is a really good book, in my opinion, that like I would want more of if I had the chance to read more of, which, just for reference, I think the only other books I've probably rated five stars were Malibu Rising and um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I, th- I might have done uh, one of those as four stars. I don't know. But five stars to me just means like it. it's too good to be four stars, but I'm not necessarily saying it's perfect. Because there, there were times when like the main character was just like a little like frustrating to me. But I think that that was just part of the character's development was her being like an annoying, youthful like girl and then like kind of growing up a little bit. But... I don't know. I loved it. It was just so good. I highly recommend reading it because it's just, if you need something that just like truly takes you away from your life and just keeps you like occupied, I guess you would say, and just, you know, is an easy page turner, I highly recommend reading that for this summer. Um, The books I want to read though, um, definitely let me know others that are outside of this list um, because this is a very, there's only two two books I want to tell you I want to read so if there's anything else definitely let me know um I want to read 28 Summers by Ellen Hildebrand and I've wanted to read that for a long time I just haven't picked it up yet like it's on my want to want to read list and I want to read a lot of her other books as well like Hotel Nantucket and the other um series she has that are like based in the summer and then I saw one on like a summer reading list thing I think it was like from Barnes and Nobles or something but um, it's called This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub, and it sounded good. I don't really know if it's a summer book, but it was listed as a summer read, so I don't think it's necessarily as summery as, like, some of these other ones I've talked about, but those are the, some of the ones I want to read and the ones I have read and just a reading update in general, but totally love summer reads and love reading in the summer because it just, like, puts you in the best mood, and I think that they're some of the best, like, escape-style books, like, where you really can just, like be so occupied with what you're reading and like what's in front of you and not really be thinking about life and all the other things you have going on the next thing is to spend time outside on the weekends which is something I've already been doing the whole month of June I have like spent a significant amount of time 
outside at least one day of the weekend, whether that's going on walks or like the weekend I went to um, the beach with my brother and went surfing, like things like that have just been bringing me so much joy. So I've been trying to make it a priority to, you know, keep doing those things because that's like, that all comes back to the quote, you know, like I recognize that on after like doing it two weekends in a row, after spending a significant amount of time outside two weekends in a row, I was like, you know what, this makes me feel really good. So then now I'm putting it on my bucket list and kind of as a goal and a habit to keep, I need to keep doing that because it just makes me feel so much better than just like sitting in my apartment and like, you know, twiddling my thumbs and doing whatever else, which granted a lot of times on the weekends, I'm not doing that because I'm just busy with the podcast and YouTube and trying to like also be social and also try to rest and clean and all the things. So there's very rarely like a large amount of downtime on the weekends, but there's usually a few hours where I'm kind of like, okay, like I have a couple hours till I need to do something like what should I do? And like, sometimes I'll just sit in my apartment on my phone or watch YouTube videos. And then the times that I choose to like go outside and do something, I just feel so much better. So I want to keep that up. Um, the next thing is to explore like my true interests more. And what I just mean by this is just like explore hobbies, like things that, you know, I, I don't, I'm not tying like any sort of like productivity to them or I'm not trying to like achieve anything by doing it. I'm just truly doing it because I think it's fun and makes me happy. Like I want to really go to like, um, like more, I don't know, like breweries and like wineries. Cause like, I think that those environments are really cool and fun and not necessarily, I don't want to like go and like drink all day at them, but I just love having like a drink or two. Um, and keeping it at that. So I don't feel like crap, um, but like doing things like that. Um, that's just like something I like to do, but then I also really like to, um, I would really like to go to like a candle making class. I know fourth and nomad in Houston does that or like a cooking class, just like little things like that, that I just think would just be fun and something fun to do. That's like an experience that, like I said, doesn't have anything to do with like being productive or getting stuff done. Cause a lot of times on the weekends it's like, okay, I'm, going grocery shopping because I need groceries or I'm you know exercising which is great and that is an interest but you know at the end of the day it's also you know like I'm I'm just I don't know it's just like there's a a lot of the things I do it's like the underlying like theme of it is like I'm getting things done and being productive and I just want to really find some more like things that just make me happy that are just like little hobbies and are nothing more than a hobby you know what I mean and Cooking is one of those things too. Um, like, you know, I, I love like going to the grocery store and like getting inspired to like try new recipes and like finding new recipes to cook and try them out. That's one that I don't like to do like super frequently because I really have to be in the mood to do it. But when I am in the mood to do it, I love doing it. So the next thing is to make a summer mood board on Pinterest. I haven't started doing this yet, but I have like a whole, I've had my Pinterest since I was in like seventh grade, y'all. So it's probably like if there was a way for you to like, if they like randomized my pins instead of like doing it from most recent to like least recent, it would look so chaotic because you would just see so much like 2010 era stuff that would just be like really weird and just not it. But I have like a whole like beach themed board on my Pinterest. And it's funny because like if you scroll on it, it's like some of it's just literally pictures of the beach um, or like swimsuits and just like pictures take at the beach like beach kind of style and that kind of thing but then if you like scroll really far you can just like or not even that far like I'm really not even that far into it and I'm like looking at some of these swimsuits and I'm like I would not wear that now <laughs> so it's just funny to see like 
how that's changed. So I want to make like a new one that's like specific to summer 2022. And I started doing this when I was in grad school. I, for the spring and summer months specifically, I would make like a spring 2021 or like whatever mood boards and like just kind of like, okay, how do I like want to like, what kind of outfits do I want to like try and like put together from what I have in my closet or, you know, certain things that I like, like makeup looks, like things to cook, things to drink, um, pictures to take, like just that kind of thing. And I just really, it's something I like doing and it's fun to make and curate just like based on how you feel about the season ahead and everything. So that's something I want to do that I haven't done yet specifically for this summer. And the next thing is to make summer cocktails. Um, I really want to make like a, I've seen a couple places have like coconut cream, like cocktails like there's coconut cream in them but they're like tequila and like whatever so like maybe like a coconut margarita that sounds so good I love coconut I don't know if y'all have tried those bi drinks the b-a-i is how you spell them but I swear they are so freaking good and they there's one that's like a I think it's literally it's called like coconut something but it's literally just coconut flavored and it is so good my brother grabbed them from the gas station when I went surfing with him And we had it, like, after we went surfing, and it was really refreshing. And I think that, like, using some of that in a cocktail could be really good um, because they just, like, make you feel really, like, hydrated, too. Or, like, a peach margarita, or I love, like, a good salty dog, which that's, like, grapefruit vodka and salt. It might be gin and salt, and I've just always drank them with vodka instead when I've ordered them. That could be a possibility. But I'm so much more of a tequila girl. I honestly, like, can't really stand vodka or gin. Like, I will drink a cocktail that has vodka or gin in it, but I feel a bajillion times worse from literally just one of those as compared to how I feel after I've had, like, one drink with tequila. Um, And I truly just think it's just, like, the difference in how the alcohols are made. (laughs) Um, Like, last night we went to Brass Tacks and tried their cocktails for the first time. Um, My boyfriend and I did after dinner. And we were like, we're just going to go get one, like, chill, hang out, talk, and then we'll, like, come back home. So that's what we did. And I had a butterfly pea, like, um, cocktail. I don't remember what the exact name of it was. But I didn't know which drink I wanted to get because there were a couple that all sounded really good. So I asked the bartender, like, which one should I get? And they were like, oh, the butterfly one will be seasonal. So I recommend trying that one because all the other things will always be here and that one won't be. So I tried that and it was so good, but it was made like with a butterfly like lemonade, which I don't really know what all was in that. Um, and Jen, but after having that one drink with Jen, like I wasn't even drunk, but I woke up with a headache. Like I had had like four drinks and it was the worst migraine ever. Like so bad that I like went to Dunkin' Donuts because I was like, I need a giant coffee, which I know like you're supposed to just drink water when you have those headaches. And trust me, I was like chugging water too this morning, but I was chugging water and it wasn't helping. And I was like, I was going to wait till after my spin class this morning to get coffee. But I was like, there's no way I can go into the spin class with this migraine right now after I've like chugged already, like probably 60 ounces of water. I was like, I need coffee. So I went to Dunkin' Donuts because I was like, I can get a medium coffee for like three or $4 as opposed to like a small one from somewhere for like seven. So I was like, which... Honestly, the three or four dollars, it's not gonna like hurt me at the end of the day because I had to drive farther to go to Dunkin' Donuts. So honestly, it's all just opportunity cost and it was stupid. But <laughs> in my head, I was like, this is just a good opportunity to get a good old Dunkin' Donuts medium iced coffee. And I've been craving one all week, so I was like, let's just do it. But anyways, all that being said, 
my headache was like a hangover headache. And I was like, I had one drink, but it's, I literally never, ever, ever really drink Jenner, um, vodka. Like I pretty much only get drinks that are made with tequila and like, I don't even drink that often to begin with. So it just like really hurts me and makes me feel like some type of way. And also making like cocktails with kombucha. I don't know if any of y'all have tried this at home. Highly recommend. Um, when I was at my friend Savannah's like a couple weeks ago, we had dinner at their place and we were like trying to think of like, okay, like what kind of mixer could we do? And I was like, let's just do kombucha. Like that could work, which it did. Like it's so good. If you have a good flavor kombucha, you can really mix it with like a tequila or vodka and it's like probably going to taste good. Um, and like maybe like some fruit juice or something like of some kind, like a lime or lemon or something like that. So that's a good thing to try too. If you haven't tried that already, um, I really want to try like my prickly pear kombucha from Buddha's Brew that I love so much. Um, I want to try that with some tequila and lime juice. I might do that like tonight or something just for fun. But it's, I always like think on the weekends, I'm like, I'm going to make myself like a cute little cocktail at home. But then I'm like, literally, what's the point? Like, I'm going to like, especially when I know I'm going to be at home. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, there's no point in me drinking this. But it's just like the process of like coming up with something and making it and then like it tasting good. Like, I don't know. It's cool. I could also just like do it, just drink the kombucha and pretend it's a drink. I don't have to put the alcohol in it, but I don't know. I just, I go through moods where I'm like, oh, like I would love just like to have like a cocktail or two. And then I have moods where I'm like, yeah, I'd love to, but also like, no, because of the way it makes me feel like most of the time I'm just like not worth it. Um, so I go back and forth about that a lot. The next thing is to eat a lot of fruits because y'all know fruit is thriving right now. I just got some peaches and raspberries and blueberries from Trader Joe's and I'm so excited to eat them. And I don't know, fruits just like you really got to take advantage of fruit being good in the summer because like the wintertime is rough when you don't have like all of like the usual fruits thriving and in season. And it's so funny because I feel like I always go through a phase where I'll like crave like fresh mango so bad, like randomly in the fall or winter. And it's like if you go to like Trader Joe's and buy like a pack of already cut mango, it's just like not that good, <laughs> like ever. And even if you just like go and get regular like mangoes and cut them in your, yourself and everything, there's nowhere near as good. And the next thing is to make like summery themed meals and salads and stuff. So one thing that I had two weekends ago, I made um, creamy mango coconut oatmeal from Gathered Nutrition. If you look that up online, you'll find it. But it was so freaking good. And oh my gosh, like just a fresh mango. Like I didn't buy pre-cut mango. Like I literally just went and got like a mango, which was my first time ever buying a mango, like from the store. I feel like I normally buy it like already cut from Trader Joe's. Um, but it was so good. And like an oatmeal, it was just like a very fruity, like just, I don't know. It was a really solid oatmeal. Like I was very impressed by it. Making like fruity salsas. Um, I think of like grilling out a lot when I think of summer too. So like making like some type of like little kebab situation would be cool. Um, making cowboy caviar, which I thought cow cowboy caviar was something different, but I know it got like really big on TikTok like in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've seen like a lot of people make it and post it. Um, I know Bria Lim was like, I feel like she was the first person to like mention it. And I've heard cowboy caviar before and I know Trader Joe's has the salsa that's called cowboy caviar because I've tried that years ago and I love it, but I just haven't bought it in a long time. I just thought that, that it's not that I thought that that wasn't cowboy caviar. It's that I thought that the actual like concoction of cowboy caviar that we're calling cowboy caviar on TikTok was called something else. Like I didn't think it was called cowboy caviar for some reason. And, it, and it's driving me crazy because I swear 
I remember a few years ago, um, I think it would have been, it was either summer of 2019 or summer 2020, probably summer 2020 during COVID, but at my boyfriend's parents' house, I remember we made like what the cowboy caviar is on TikTok, but we weren't calling it that. And I just can't remember what it was, but it was like the same concoction of like black beans, corn, avocado, peppers, and lime juice and cilantro and like all that stuff. But I actually just got some, all the ingredients to make it today at Trader Joe's after I went to spend class and after I record this episode, I'm going to make some so I can just kind of like snack on it for lunch with some of the gluten-free um, corn tortilla chips from Trader Joe's. If y'all have not tried those, they're in a white bag and they're gluten-free, but they're lime tortilla chips. And I, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I freaking hate the Tostitos hint of lime chips. They say hint of lime, and I'm like, no, this is like a truckload of lime because it like hurts to eat them. And I don't know if it's just like the, I don't know if they use like real lime juice or if they use, maybe they just use like the bottled lime juice when they make them, but something about them is like way too much. And it may just be like the salt on them. I don't know, but I do not like them at all. But these ones from Trader Joe's, it's funny because when I bought them the first time, I didn't realize they were lime, but they are. And it, but it's like a very like, it's a much more subtle level of lime so if you don't like the tocitos kind of lime chips definitely try those because from trader joe's because they're really really good um so definitely gonna have some of that later the next thing is to make something related to s'mores um fun fact about me i love s'mores and i love marshmallows like so much i love them but i never eat s'mores or like marshmallows really just because it's just kind of like random but i want to make some sort of s'mores desserts because like i know there's like so many recipes on pinterest Actually, fun fact, um, my friend Logan and I from my friend Logan from home, we literally have a collab Pinterest board from like our senior year of high school or something that's called like s'mores gals because like we wanted to make a s'mores dessert really bad. So both of us, yeah, the last time it was penned on was four years ago. Um, we just penned a ton of s'mores related recipes, like s'mores cookie cups, um, s'mores ice cream pops, s'mores fudge sickles, no baked s'mores, s'mores cookies, s'mores cake, literally so many things, campfire cones, um, s'mores rice krispies, indoor s'mores, sushi s'mores, s'mores dip, literally everything and more. Like there are 150 pens on this. So if you want a s'mores dessert, go stock my Pinterest way back to 2016, 2017, and you will see a, I don't think it's a private board. Um, there's no reason for it to be, but (laughs) because it's literally just s'mores desserts and everything. Um, but it's, I just really want to make like a s'mores themed dessert because s'mores just screams like summertime to me, but it also like makes me think of like sitting by like a fire, which also kind of makes me think of like the fall time, but I want to make some sort of like dessert. And I saw, Rebecca Lee Health, who I've had on the podcast before, she did a like s'more, a healthier s'mores bars recipe. Um, so maybe I'll just try that because I always love her little like dessert recipes because um, they're always like a little bit less sweet than like a typical recipe, but they're still just like so good in my opinion. And like with marshmallows, like they're going to be sweet regardless. So like don't have to worry about that. But The next thing is to make fruit pizza for the 4th of July. So this is something that my mom always did growing up. Um, She would get cookie dough, like the um, kind that's like wrapped like sausage, I guess you could say. Like it has like the metal little pieces on the end and it's wrapped in like a plastic um, wrapping and it's like adhered to like a big like cylinder type shape of cookie dough. 
And you get some of that. You could do chocolate chip or you can do sugar cookie, either one. And you roll it out on like a pizza stone and you can make it in a sheet pan as a rectangle or you can roll it out on a pizza stone and do a circle. Um, I know like when we were younger, she would always do it in like the sheet pan and make it like the shape of the flag or whatever. But we, over the years, we've just kind of like randomly like thrown it together when we have made it. And then you do like a, if you look up on like Pinterest, um, a cream cheese like frosting because we don't like to buy like the tub of it from the store like she she always made a cream cheese frosting frosting or maybe it was an icing I think it was more of an icing than a frosting and um you spread that on it and then you put um fruit on top and we would do like raspberries strawberries blueberries and you can like make it like whatever red white and blue um, but we would like over the years we started to throw like kiwi on it and like all kinds of like fruit and it's so good you guys and you keep it in the fridge so it's like always cold and it's so good and this is like when I remember my 19th birthday because I would have I was in college yeah my 19th birthday I went home and I like asked my mom like because she was like oh do you want me to like get you a cake when you come home and I was like no like make me like the um fruit pizza and if you look up fruit pizza on Pinterest, that'll actually give you the whole recipe for um, the like icing part and like making the whole thing as is. So definitely look that up instead of the cream, like individually looking up cream cheese icing or frosting if this is something you want to make. Because the actual recipes have, um, uh, for actual fruit pizzas, have like the true icing recipe. And it's a little bit different than like a cream cheese frosting or icing. I don't really know what makes it different, but it's something. And it's so good. It's just like a, I, I don't know. It, fruit's just amazing. And fruit and cookies, like, ugh, like two of my favorite things in one. It's the best. And the next thing is we're going to transition out of food. I know I've been talking about food for a little bit, but um, sundress season. I went to wear like lots of sundresses and I had like three dresses up until like three weeks ago or two weeks ago I literally looked at my closet and I was like why on earth do I only have two dresses like sundresses and I live like all my other dresses are not they're just not something I could comfortably wear in like the Texas heat I'm like I need more sundresses given how freaking hot it is here and everything and um fortunately I'm working with Princess Polly on a YouTube video and I like mainly picked out sundresses and stuff that I could wear and they're just so much more convenient because you don't have to like put together like multiple pieces of an outfit it's like I'm just gonna throw this on they don't show sweat as badly and you can just breathe so much better in them and I don't know they're just so I like love the look of them too like when you like find ones that are like specific to your style they just make me feel so like feminine and in touch with like my feminine side and like just so girly and fun and I don't know I just love them so definitely want to wear lots of sundresses like that's just like my goal like if I'm going to do something like let me just throw on a sundress I need to stop trying to wear jeans like there's no part of me that's going to want to be in thick freaking jeans when it's 100 degrees outside even if it's when it's like 8 p.m and going off of that I want to wear what I feel most comfortable in and this is like always a seasonal challenge um you know because you'll see all the micro trends and you'll see everything that's trending and you'll be like oh like that's what everybody's wearing so I'm gonna like get some of that and try and wear it but you kind of like neglect what you feel most comfortable in and what you truly like. Like a lot of the times I'll see a trend and I'm like, oh, this is popular. So like I'm going to get this piece. But then like I get it and I'm like, this just doesn't even feel like me, you know, like I think it's cute. But like, is it cute for me? And is it something that I will feel like 
really comfortable in at the end of the day. And if I can't like confidently answer that, then like I don't have any business buying it. So truly just wearing what I feel most comfortable in, whether that's something that was in style more so five years ago, two years ago, in style right now, not in style at all. Like whatever it is, just wearing what I feel most comfortable in and not giving a flying any like literally just not caring what anyone else thinks and just wearing what makes me feel best in my own skin and most confident because at the end of the day, like that's gonna give you so much more confident um confidence wearing what you feel most comfortable in than wearing something just to be on trend and with a trend and you're probably not gonna like it next year anyways um with some of the stuff especially with like the micro trends some trending trendy things it's like it comes in style and I feel like it kind of like stays in style forever like even if it's like more under the radar an example of this is like Birkenstocks it's so funny to me because Birkenstocks were super popular when I was like a sophomore in high school I remember and then they stayed like pretty popular until I was like a freshman in college but then in college I felt like mm, nobody really wore them anymore I and I always kept mine and I was still wearing mine and now they're like so I'm like seeing so many people post about them and I'm like what like this trend's already circled back around like it's crazy when you see some trends like come back around like that um and I don't know like I just I love mine so much and it's like okay they're like super popular now and you know, I'm glad I held on to mine and I didn't get rid of them. And it's so funny because my friend texted me the other day and she was like, oh, I think I want to get a pair of Birkenstocks. So like, I love like the way yours and Griffin's look because Griffin wears them too. And it's just funny because I'm like, you shouldn't have gotten rid of yours because you had some. And like, <laughs> But it's just funny because you think they're going out. But it's like, I promise you in a couple of years, like, it's going to come right back around. But I think Birkenstocks is a prime example of something that will always be in style, but it's like it has years where it's more trendy than others. And then it just kind of like, is under the radar for the other year so that's that and going off of that I want to try and like thrift things more like I don't really there's not really any clothes I need right now so this probably won't even really be applicable this summer but if there's anything that like I think is missing from my wardrobe or that I want to like try out or switch out um I want to try and replace it by thrifting instead of like buying um elsewhere because I think you can just find like really unique stuff that you know not everybody else is wearing and like stuff that I don't know it's just and like the quality of older things sometimes which I know thrifting it doesn't mean it's like vintage or older but I actually went into one of my favorite vintage stores today on the way home from Trader Joe's and it's called Full Court here in Houston and it's on Alabama Street but I went in there and I was thinking to myself I was like it is just so crazy to me like how downhill like the quality of like clothes goes especially when you're in a vintage store and you're feeling like a vintage sweatshirt or a vintage pair of jeans or like a vintage t-shirt it's just like these t-shirts were like made so differently because like they just feel so different and the fact that like that t-shirt um because I got one that just says Galveston Texas on it and it has like a really cute like cowboy boot design kind of thing on it and it's like a deep navy blue but it's just like that really soft like older t-shirt feel that just stays soft like with age and like with washes and those are the best and I know I've talked about in the episode like wanting to replace anything or if I'm wanting to find anything new to like try and thrift it before I um buy it but it is really hard to do that because that's a time commitment um going to find things and everything like that but Um, Going off of that, I want to clean out my closet because I do this every season and it's just a great way to kind of just like be like, okay, like does this represent me well now? Like is this something I like actually 
I'm going to wear? Am I holding on to it for some one-off event that I will probably never end up attending? I have a lot of like summer clothes like that in my closet right now, like certain like tank tops or just like blouses that I'm like, oh, like this will, I'll be able to wear this to something. And some of them just aren't functional. Like there's, I'm thinking of this one tank top specifically, which I got gifted from Revolve like back in like 2019. And it's like this gold knit tank, but it's like a halter style and it's like flowy, but it's knit to like the point where it's almost like it's like a mesh pattern of knit. So it's see-through, but I'm just like, what do I wear under this? Because it's like big enough holes, like to where it's like, not like you can like just throw on sticky boobs and like get away with it. Like, no, the holes are bigger than that. And I don't think any sort of like bralette situation would look good under it. So I think it literally is only good to wear as like a cover-up shirt for a swimsuit, which is just like annoying. But I picked it out like back in the day and it's literally been in my closet with the tags on it for three years now. And I'm just like, Abby, get rid of it. But I think because like knowing that in my head, I keep telling myself this will be so good to wear like in the summer to like a more like nicer casual event. But I'm like, what nicer casual event am I going to? Like literally I don't do anything. I just go to restaurants <laughs> it's like what I do or like go to like a cocktail bar so I don't know I don't know what to do about it but I definitely want to clean out my closet I've been trying to clean out like my activewear my swimsuits because those are things that I'm a lot worse about going through from time to time and I have like these two set active sets that are like really bright like one's like a bright coral and then one's like a really bright blue and I absolutely adore the colors of them and I've had them for about a year but I've only worn both of them probably like twice but it's because they don't, something about them, like just, they don't fit me the way my other set active sets do, but they're the same size. So I don't know what it is, but I I finally was like, I don't know why I'm holding on to these because every time I put them on, like I don't feel very comfortable and confident in them because like the bike shorts don't really fit me like my other ones do. And I just hate the way they feel. So finally this week I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to like sell these on Poshmark because I've been holding on to them like because I love the color of them so much, but they just don't fit me right. So I'm just like, okay, like let it go. It's fine. It'll be fine. So um, cleaning out my closet is a big thing, like posting things on Poshmark, donating things, that kind of thing, and just making space for stuff. And especially since I finally got like all of my jeans and pants like hemmed and tailored, I feel like now I don't feel like I'm in such a crisis for like jeans that fit and pants that fit. So I can like really like look at everything else and sort of say the same thing to myself like okay do I need to hold on to this for am I or am I holding on to this for something specific or is this something I can finally get rid of and next is to just try new places in Houston um I've been kind of just going to like the same coffee shops restaurants that kind of thing but I really want to try more new places because Houston has so much culture and culinary culture and just so much great food in general and coffee shops and everything like that and I did try a new coffee shop this past week I tried retrospect in midtown and it was pretty good and there's just like a couple cocktail bars I want to try and new restaurants and that's just something fun to do in the summer um especially since it's like light out so much later going to like um the more walkable areas of Houston and like going to a restaurant and then like going on a walk like I love going to the heights to like where Postino is and like eating at Postino and then like going on a walk in that area like at the at towards the end of the night and everything when it's still light so late in the day it's just like a fun little summer activity to do and the next thing is to make a summer playlist which I've actually already kind of done and started but it's funny because it's all like old summer music and it's because I randomly got in like this big um 
Calvin Harris kick a few weeks ago. And it's because when I found out Funkwave Bounces Volume 2 is coming out this summer, I was like, oh my gosh, I like just want to listen to Funkwave Bounces Volume 1 and like all the other great Calvin Harris songs. So I made like a Feels Like Summer playlist, but it's just funny because it's literally like a bunch of Calvin Harris and then like some old like Zed and Disclosure songs and like the song Unforgettable by French Montana. That just song just like literally takes me back to summer of 2017. Like it's crazy. And um, like Club Can't Handle Me. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like Wild Thoughts, like literally random songs like that. Um, and then MGMT songs, y'all know the vibes. Um, that's kind of like the vibe of it. But I want to like find newer songs too to put on it. Cause right now it's like, there's a couple newer songs on there, but a lot of them aren't new and they're like actually really old but it's just songs that like feel like summer to me so I just put them on here um one new song that's on there the song killing me by coin is so good I swear they like put something in that song it's just like the it feels like summer to me when I hear it and I just like love the vibes of it such a good song um but I want to keep adding to that summer playlist and then going off of that I want to find new music because I've been in such a music rut lately and like so much new music has come out and I've liked it but like I mean like I really love Drake's new album and um it feels very summery to me but like I want to like go out of my way to like find new music outside of just like a lot of the like new albums and stuff that have come out because I've been in just like a rut in terms of I've been finding myself listening to like just old songs and not really going out of my way to find new stuff and like listening to old playlists and then I like get sick of them because I over listen to them and I think part of that issue is I have like really big playlists on Spotify like I have a country playlist that has like 25 hours worth of music on it basically but Spotify the one flaw Spotify has is it shuffles so poorly it will only shuffle like through like if you have like 400 songs on a playlist it's only going to shuffle through like 75 of them and I don't it's so annoying because then you're like I know there's more on this playlist but it keeps giving me the same group of songs and I have several playlists like that that are really long and I just only hear like the same 75 songs I feel like or 50 songs on it and that makes me get sick of the playlist quickly because it's only showing me some of them so it's really frustrating so I want to go out of my way to find new music and next is to use like my pool at my apartment a lot which I've been trying to do I've Definitely, the last time I went to my pool was like two weeks ago, I think, but I definitely want to keep doing that. I know I'll be at it next weekend for my friend's birthday, and it's it's a great pool, and it's just like, I don't know, nice to be outside and not have to like drive somewhere to lay out in the sun and like actually have a pool, so I definitely want to use it because it's not something I know I'll like always have because I'm sure like when the day comes that I buy a house, I highly doubt that like my first house will have a pool. I mean, that'd be awesome if it did, but I don't really know. Um, so take advantage of having one while I do, especially like having like a nice one here in my apartment. And the next thing is to wear a lot of color and pastels. I'm like looking at the stack of the Princess Polly stuff I got next to me and it's just so fun. It's like floral stuff, like bright yellow, pinks, orange, peach, like green. Literally, it just makes me so happy. And don't get me wrong, I love my neutrals and everything. But pops color in the summer, whether it's a pastel or like an actual bright color, I love it. I love it so much. Um, and I think it's like so nice too, like because everyone's glowing a little bit more in the summer, you know, because everybody's spending a little bit more time outside. And I just think that it always like looks so good on everyone when people are wearing like bright, fun colors. And it just like, 
exudes happiness to me. So I don't know. I love it. And the next thing is to go to the beach. And I know it's Galveston and everybody literally hates on Galveston. But um, when I went to Surfside Beach a couple weekends ago, like it, it wasn't anything crazy special but the water was a lot prettier than Galveston's water was when I went to Galveston last which was like two months ago and I don't know I I didn't really have an issue with it a beach is a beach to me and I just think it's nice to go um and even though everyone hates on Galveston and everything like that I get it it's not the prettiest beach ever but as someone who from somebody who just like grew up on a beach like a beach is a beach to me and I know that there are prettier beaches out there but I appreciate it for the feeling it gives me not necessarily like the way it looks because I mean even when the beach wasn't the prettiest back home like I would still go I would still surf I would still lay out like I just still like being there um and I still feel that way now and it's and it really is nice like being in as big of a city as Houston is being able to drive an hour and be on the water is like a pretty cool thing so and be like actually on a coast not necessarily like on a lake like you are literally on the coast so I do love that um, and the next thing is I want to visit a winery, um, or a vineyard and I'd really like to go to Fredericksburg like for a day and it's just something I've never done. I've literally never been to a vineyard. I've never been to a winery and I just think it'd be a really cool experience. Once again, I'm big on like experiences this summer. Like I don't want to like be spending my money on a ton of like materialistic stuff. Like I want to spend my hard earned money on more experiences and trying new things and just trying out hobbies and I don't know just things like that and I think that that would be a cool thing to do because I've never been to Fredericksburg a girl I work with is from Fredericksburg so I could like ask her where to go and everything but I also think that um there's a winery in Houston let me look up what it's called because I've I've driven by it before and I know it's like in the midtown area which is kind of random um but I think it would be fun but I think it'd be cool to go to um Fredericksburg to visit like vineyards and I've, I've heard that it's really pretty so I'd love to do that one weekend and it's not like too far so oh yeah Sable Gate Winery um in Midtown or in the Midtown area it has 4.5 stars on Google so I'm about it and I think it's like a pet friendly place too or maybe I'm just making that up because their logo is a cat is that a cat yeah I think that's a cat um so I'd love to try that out or just go to a winery or vineyard in general and next is to take more intentional breaks from social media we all know it's exhausting and summer is going to be over before we know it and we're not gonna have as much daylight before we know it and we just need to seize the day and not spend as much time on our phones or at least I know that's how I feel and I'm really like not that bad about it especially on the weekends I feel like I'm really good about just like staying off a bit of staying off of it but I definitely get in moods where I'm just like oh like I could just sit here and like not really do anything but then I always regret it afterwards and sitting on social media never makes me feel better it always makes me feel worse so why do I spend time on it um so I want to be better about like like, taking like a day break like on Saturdays or Sundays or something like that from social media because I just think it'll be good next is to do like feel good workouts and I I don't know how else to describe this, but just basically doing things that moving my body in ways that make me feel good, not to like look a certain way, not because it's a popular thing to do or X, Y, Z, just literally do what I feel like when I feel like it. Um, whether that's going on a walk, doing yoga, um, doing like workout videos at home, going to spend classes, going to Pilates, whatever it may be, just doing what feels good for me. It makes me feel best. Um, because I 
love when workouts give me more energy and that's something I struggled with when I was like doing a lot of strength training and like just in the gym lifting weights it never gave me more energy it just always made me feel more drained and now it's like I go to spend classes and I it gives me energy I feel energized after I have an endorphin rush same thing when I go on walks and when I do yoga I feel so at peace afterwards Pilates is so low impact I did finally try that and I don't think I told you guys about that two weekends ago I went and tried Pilates with friends and it was so freaking hard and I was so sore for like two or three days and it was like such an intense workout and I'm definitely going to go back but this past week my schedule was a little off because of some work related things so I haven't gone back yet but just doing things that make me feel good and make me feel my best and last but not least going off of the quote of the episode is to romanticize all of the small things that make me happy and do more of them this summer because like I said really just unlearning tying my happiness to specific events and to specific achievements and really just you know making the most out of those little things like literally something as small as taking a shower like romanticizing it thinking of it as like washing my day off lighting a candle um putting eucalyptus in my shower or even just like my my nighttime routine that's something that I tend to just like brush by and like not really put much effort into just because it's like I'm always, I feel like rushing to get ready for bed as quickly as I can, but it's like, let me romanticize each little part of my night routine, like romanticize my cooking and cleaning up and then romanticize like preparing my like bedroom space to put me in like the right mindset and energy to go to bed and romanticizing like reading my books before bed that I just, I literally love doing that so much and just really finding joy in those little moments instead of the bigger achievements and, you know, events that happen that I typically have always limited my happiness to. So that's my summer bucket list. Um, I know that some of the stuff like y'all have heard before, but I just wanted to share some things because I felt like this was a really good list because it was a lot of stuff that I've already started doing. So it's like, I feel like this bucket list is good because it doesn't have too much unreasonable stuff on there. Sometimes I get a little crazy and I'm like, I'm going to do this and this and that. And I feel like I get like that with the Christmassy bucket list because, there's just so much you could do when you just like think you're gonna like have all this time to do everything and then you don't do it that's the whole point of a bucket list I guess is you know you just try to do as much as you can but I really like this one because it was very habit focused um but still had some of like the one-off things like going and visiting a winery or a vineyard that you know you can just check the box for but a lot of the other stuff is habit focused and I'm like really trying to focus on building those habits that are really truly rooted in my overall like well-being and feeling good in my soul deep down and making me happy and just like finding those habits and implementing them and doing more of them if they make me feel that way so thank you for listening i love y'all and i will talk to you all next week be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and join the in bloom podcast facebook group and i will talk to y'all next week